0: Hello, guys, welcome to the new episode of Everyday Talkies. Today we are here with a new guest. His name is Shubhang. Hey, Shubhang. Hey, hey Anshul, how is it going? It's going good, it's going good. But for people who do not know you, like, I'll let you do the introductions. But just from my side, I can tell you, he was my senior back in college and hopefully he can shower us with this experience and knowledge today so that um, all of <laughs> us can understand the life or the career goals that he has uh, gone through. Yeah. Now, one thing, whenever I bring a guest for the first time in this episode or in the, in the podcast, I tell them to do a 30 second pitch. Now, but there's a catch here. We have been trained to you know give an introduction from a corporate standpoint and all of that this is just you introducing yourself to a friend so currently you're studying outside right so when you met your first friend you might have introduced yourself in a certain way right so we want that towards
1: yes so go ahead perfect perfect man that works out so hi guys this is shubhang uh, i'm currently in the uk i just finished my masters in business analytics as uh, my dear friend anshul just introduced me i'm his senior from undergrad we were both in bca and I've gone through a different kind of a ride because I feel when he said that I'm going to take you through my career goals, I think uh, it's been a little over exaggeration because <laughs> I'm somebody who's still figuring out things. <laughs> because uh, you know, coming from a traditional household, did science, realized engineering nahi loved computers, got into computer science, then realized oh, coding and debugging is not my job. <laughs> I want to try something else in life. Took a little took a little year off you know, went around things, kind of came around to understand myself a little better, did some internships in marketing, realized I really like it, worked for a bit in a small boutique firm, then realized, oh my god, I need to get out of this country, oh, there's too much in this country, I want to explore, came out uh, for my master's and then guess what happened, (laughs) 2020 happens and (laughs) COVID-19 came in. (laughs) So my, I mean, we'll obviously go through my whole college life and all um, while we talk about it, but uh, yes, so that's been it. I graduated, I'm still here for like I mean I've been here for a while, I had come to the UK in 2019 now it's 21 so you know it's been a while it's been a good journey And yeah, I'm currently interning with a company, so hopefully that'll end soon
0: and I'll make my way back home to India. Okay, now this this is no way, this is not what you say to your friends, right, while you're introducing yourself. This is a corporate which again. (laughs) Okay, but okay, I'll not bother you too much with that because we have been trained this way. Of course, man, like, I mean, not just that, we've been trained this
1: way. And uh, it's just a very different thing, When you are, if you want me to introduce myself to you, then I'm going to introduce myself in a very different way, given that we're, we're sitting uh, in front of each other with a beer in our hands, or if the two of us bump into each other with a glass of wine <laughs> in suits, like the way we used to go for Corporate Connects, then guess what? <laughs> this is probably how I'm going to introduce
0: myself. <laughs> True, makes so I sense. I think both,
1: both the things work, yeah.
0: Okay, but one thing that you missed out from your intro, which you should add is, Apart from, you know, career goals, because that is just one part of what we're going to discuss today. What uh, are your other interests? What do you do in a past time? I'll just brush upon a few things
1: yeah. that I, would, I think we should definitely talk about. One is uh, mental health. Uh, and I want to bring that up because on public forums, I haven't really spoken a lot about my mental health issues and stuff that I've dealt with. But some of my friends know the details. Some of my friends just... Are aware of and you know being a guy mostly it's the girls who are aware of the details and the guys are just like oh let's just go grab a beer bro <laughs> so uh, you know but i i think i have had lots of ups and downs and all of us have had one of those but it's just that in 2020 you know with everything going on i feel i feel uh, people have become a little more aware of things things are and what mental health and mental illnesses are and um especially with the SSR case and everything going on. I think that's one thing we can definitely talk about, which I'm quite passionate about. And, uh, you know, I've dealt with it myself. Something else is obviously career and education, because uh, I think I can give a little, you know, overview from my life here, because having come outside for, uh, you know, foreign education. And uh, I think it's a mixed experience that I can bring forward because, Obviously, we all come in here to get a job and stuff like that. But what if you have to come back? What if you're finding your way around, uh, you know, after doing your, your master's, before, you know, doing your master's, what's going on in your brain? That's one of the things. And then interests, yeah, like I love tech, I love marketing, I love, uh, you know, gadgets. Let's talk about the latest, you know, phone that's come out to, you know, oh, the awesome. new technology that was, just, that was just showcased by Xiaomi, you know, and air charging and stuff like that. Anything, go cool about it. I love tech, I love my tech, and uh, I'd love to have uh,
0: conversations about that. And if we have more time, then why not go ahead and talk about some shows we binge. Our guilty pleasures, why not? Damn, this is gonna be a awesome episode already. You know, I'm loving this. So basically, I'll give you a, a quick brief, you know, because you have a tall order to live up to. Not in terms of uh, what you have to say, but because the variety of guests that we have and what people have already listened. so there are people who have come who have built their own startups you know our peers who basically did their BCS left everything just went on to create their own startups and are working that way They're, that group of people then uh, recently I talked to my one of my friends who did his you know traditional uh, engineering from IIT Bombay so he came, gave, gave, gave his two cents and I uh, talked to one of my other friends who did the other traditional thing that is uh, you know did CA is doing a great article chip and gave his two cents.
1: So basically, you, you, you're, you're telling me that you had people who know what they want to do, even if it's either being an outlier or uh, living up with the expectations of society. And here I am. It <laughs> was very bluntly
0: coming out and being like, guess what, guys? I still don't know. See, that is what we need more, right? Because those things are, I think. Um, everybody knows about it there's not much talk about them and obviously like uh, they have their uh, individual experiences but I think your provides a different insight to all of this because all of these questions are something which everybody asks and but there's nobody really to guide them because nobody has gone through them and given that you're still figuring it out it actually gives an insight to what you are actually thinking and uh, how you're dealing with all of this so let's start with the you know, very first thing Ki first of all as you mentioned in your 30 uh, second pitch that Which was definitely not 30 seconds, but But, yes. I I loved that it was not 30 seconds. It gave me too much (laughs) material to talk about. And this can go on for hours now. So initially you know you talked about that how you interested in tech and all of that the gradual choice was engineering and then you chose BCA so let's start you know from the very beginning where let's talk about the tough decisions you took I think that is the main theme which I want to uh, in this episode because because you took decisions which were not conventional in a sense and uh, yeah. which not many people take this is not something which the average human uh, Marwari household will
1: allow you to take definitely no I so, understand it's
0: not just Marwari's dude like general like I feel
1: Indian education system from irrespective of where you come you know in, in India the you know where we come from, and we generally our parents and everything that we've grown up. Obviously, now things are changing, but the way you, even if it's not a said thing, and our families are very open, it's just it's just something you come to learn from the society while growing up that you know you have to just fit in and uh, follow the typical curriculums and stuff like that. and A lot of us even you know sometimes don't even get the opportunity to understand what lies beyond what we are experiencing right now or what is being fed to us and nothing to take away from that people have done well in in traditional fields but you know I have friends who've studied engineering and they were in colleges which only offered engineering and then when we sit down and we talk about different careers and stuff and they're you know the impression I get is very is of shock almost because they haven't Uh, They haven't experienced it. I feel just coming from Christ, even though we were doing computer science and it was probably the you know BCA was probably the most strictest course in, in Christ. I think just being in a university full of different courses, people from BA, people in BBA, hospitality all kinds of courses it just give us a you know an outlook it, it just changed our outlook i think towards life and towards how you s- perceive things and stuff like that i mean i had no freaking idea that you could do a masters course in
0: something called as public policy and true. get a goddamn job <laughs> <laughs> that is so true but okay we're jumping the gun basically let's start from the beginning so first of all I want to ask you, what was your first ever dream of becoming? You know, let's say you know uh, when you were a kid, like let's say you wanted to be an astronaut, pilot, or something of that kind. What was your first like goal? Let's say career-wise.
1: I remember. Okay, so when I was growing up, I think I was quite inspired. Everybody and space was a keen interest technology was something i liked i remember as a child in kindergarten and stuff instead of sketching traditional flowers and all trying to sketch cars that fly and they they have flaps that move out and stuff like that so i, I was quite interested in space and that kind of stuff and uh, i think astronaut slash space scientist was something i would have said i believe if my when my class teacher would have asked me what do you want to become Which I think is quite traditional but I was also I would say inspired by one of my uncles, uh, one of my dad's cousins, he works with NASA so I think that was one of the pointers that I was really inspired by whatever i kind of got to hear about him and stuff like that so that was definitely one thing that i i wanted to become but uh guess what we we, we don't we don't always know how much effort it takes to get to a lot of places and i realize oh, too much studying yeah. <laughs> space it's not just about uh, anti-gravity walks it's a lot of <laughs> it's a, it's about lots and lots of theorems and
0: derivations and equations
1: uh which you have to go through to reach there so yes i think that was the first thing i believe that i wanted to do
0: okay let's go ahead your uh, love for technology development you know, let's basically start with where you first think that you know you wanted to do engineering and then you switched let's start with that Yeah.
1: so uh, like obviously after that you grew up and then you know I remember getting my first computer in my house right from you know just having the experience of owning a computer getting online getting to know a few things downloading things getting to know how piracy works uh, <laughs> you know getting around a lot of things, even things as small as deleting uh, history from our browsers used to be an achievement. We're like, yes, we're hackers, (laughs) our parents won't be able to see our (laughs) online history. So obviously, right from there to, you know, having handheld devices, like I remember me getting my first Game Boy Advance to, you know, just fiddling around with phones in my houses, you know, whenever things came. I remember, like, I, I actually remember the transition, my father had a pager because, you know, I remember the time from pager too smart to like to like normal phones with antennas to like Nokia 3310s to like you know now all of us having touch screen glass lab so yeah I think that is when it slowly started developing and I remember in one in my school um, it was a typical CVSE school but we had a subject called uh, techno which which actually it was it was kind of special to my school where they kind of introduced us to a lot of these things they made us work with circuits and stuff like that at a very very young age like without it being in an actual curriculum of our science or you know all those things so i think that really really put me in that place and i really liked it and then i very quickly discovered the world of internet and started reading about technology following all the sites and things like that so I, i think it really got to me and i was like you know this is a definitely a place of interest and that's what I want to pursue Uh, and it just kept developing you know I've been following different kinds of tech and all kinds of things that are coming out for a very long time and I like to engage with it and of course all of us there's a sheer uh, inquisitiveness that kind of people have for things. Uh, which is definitely there in me as well but I, I think and I might be a little biased but I think m- my curiosity and my my level of interest I'm not going to talk about capabilities but level of interest um, goes a little higher than
0: the average person. Nice. So that meant the obvious choice that if you wanted to pursue a career in this field was engineering.
1: Engineering, and then that also kind of
0: got a little more focused, and I was like,
1: you know, I like computer science, that should be something that I should do. But so that was something I kind of pursued through the early years, and obviously, you know, my dad had a transferable job. So I happened to move a few schools, a few cities, and just be with people and observe things, etc. I think just moving around kind of shaped my personality quite a bit, which went hand in hand with my career decisions. I was somebody who would try and go out there and you know be in different things and stuff like that, in stage shows, et cetera. But I was still, I feel very submissive and a lot of that kind of took precedence in terms of talking about my personality. And tech was something that I liked. You know, you could be in your own space and you can follow something and it was just an interest that built over time. But, you know, just moving through um, places and moving through different uh, schools and cities etc. I think it helped me break my own stereotypes about myself and obviously of people uh, about me that you know you unknowingly land up building about somebody you just happen to know for a little while you know if they try and do something else or even if you think about it you wouldn't be able to picture them in a certain in a different way because you can only picture them in the way you've been seeing them I think that really helped me figure out myself and just move around and I feel coming to you know eventually in my ninth grade moving to Mumbai was a great feeling and uh, I think that's where I kind of broke the shackles, I started going all out, I was in lots of activities, started taking up headships you know in my uh, school and you know different leadership positions, going for personality contests so I think that was the time when I started seeing a lot of different angles about myself so that is when I kind of started feeling that I don't want to be as much as I love tech and everything I started doubting myself and I was like, okay, you know, I'm probably not made for a desk job or maybe I'm not made for a, even if in a desk job, I want to be on the front end, like I want to be in a position to talk to people in a position where I can communicate my ideas, not just through my code and my, you know, uh, PPTs or PDFs, but, you know, vocally and be in a position to put my ideas out there. And I think that kind of, you know, influenced a lot of things. But obviously taking a little forward, coming from a household, like my, so both my parents have been hoteliers, my dad is still a hotelier and my mom's an ex-hotelier, so, but dad happened to do science and stuff like that, so I, and I had interest in it, so that was definitely the right choice, you know, to just take forward and uh, pursue, and you know, how it is in our households, right, like, do science and then then decide what you want to do in your life. That's
0: because true. Because guess what, you'll
1: get all the options in your life. Look, Pitta, if you do <laughs> arts, you will only be able to pursue arts things. But if you do science, you'll be you will have commerce and arts and science open for you. So obviously that was the uh, you know obvious choice. And uh, I was doing pretty well in school in ninth grade, and I kept doing better in seventh to eighth, eighth to ninth, ninth to tenth. know 10th I scored pretty well and I was like you know science is the obvious choice but guess what life happened life (laughs) happened in 11th grade like with a lot of us and uh, I think that was a that was like a big slap on my face being uh, oh you thought this is very easy (laughs) Uh, guess what it takes a lot of efforts and uh, yeah that was something that I that kind of changed my perspective and I was like you know what all this thing that I was thinking that oh IIT and engineering and all this is just super easy it's perhaps not that easy to come through and you've got to really really work hard and then again traditionally in a typical coaching class 11th grade was quite a nightmare because school uh, you come back at 2 30 I had tuitions after that and then I had to go for you know my coaching classes for engineering I'd come back at 8 30 so like morning 7 8 o'clock to night 8 o'clock at 9 o'clock you'd be you know just in a routine and I think that kind of Broke me and uh, at the same time opened me to a little two different things when I realized that IIT to nai hoga <laughs> because I don't think I'm I don't think I was willing to put in the effort or I was I don't know I, I wanted to do it anymore or I felt that it was something that resonated with me so I definitely quit that and then 12th grade obviously we finished both this and that, realized afterwards that physics is something I freaking hate (laughs) and uh, so engineering was not an option and then I remember me and my parents sitting on a table like a round table and having a discussion uh, so beta my dad telling me uh, what do you want to do <laughs> and I'm like uh, I have no idea and then I remember us just sitting down and just cutting down things and stuff like that because obviously like the obvious choice after if not engineering was uh, hotel management for me because both my parents are from there and you know I've, gro- I've grown up in that household I willingly or unwillingly happen to uh, showcase a lot of traits that are kind of made for a hotelier so I've been told but that was definitely a choice but that was not something I wanted to do I wasn't inclined towards it, and nothing to take away from that field. I think, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, my my household works from that because my dad's still a hotelier, and I have utmost respect for everybody in that field. But I feel it was it's just too much work and too little for life, uh, you know, time for life, etc. So I I'd sat down and decided, okay, that's not it. I, I, I happened to do my ninth to the 12th in army school, right. So uh, I was surrounded with everybody giving NDA, getting into defense and, you know, oh, the yes. forefathers and five generations have been, in, the, you know, in the army or in the Navy, etc. So there was a little bit of an influence as well. But again, I wasn't interested in it as much. I feel um, it just didn't come naturally to me. And I I always felt that perhaps maybe I could cut it, make the cut on paper. But uh, I don't know man, I don't think I was up for the whole physical thing of it. So I think the obvious choice at that time was computer science because that was a subject I was doing well. And uh, I like computers and tech and everything. So I thought that's the obvious choice and that's what led me to the number one BCA school in India. (laughs) (laughs) Let's flash it a little bit. I gotta be snobbish about it. (laughs) Um, You took a year's break. Or did you take a year break? No, I did not in my 12th. I took it after my undergrad, actually. And that was not exactly a complete year break. No, but I I was very quick to take a decision because I was like, uh, I I have to do a course. I don't think, you know, unlike over here, abroad where people take a lot of pride in gap years, I don't think that's a concept in India, which is... Like, I mean,
0: it's not a very well-recognized and well-appreciated concept in India, I feel. Yeah, like, you know, when you were uh, telling your story, I could just see myself, because obviously you came from a different background, my background was a bit different, but I think the steps were quite similar, like, I'm still very passionate about passionate about space, and my first thought was to become a space scientist or astronaut, but, uh, yeah, calculus did not cut it for me, not did uh, exactly. uh, high mathematics physics. I'm still interested in the concept, but yeah, that did not, and then, you know, I gave my regular engineering exams, scored miserably and realized yeah that was not something and I wasted a lot of money for coaching so that hurt a bit but and then yes our favorite number one college for PCA. oh I mean you know for whatever said
1: and done I feel it gave me one of the best friends I've got right now in my life it gave me a great platform in the sense that um, not just the course I mean I feel the university for all its you know all the kind of things that we can talk about uh it being strict and all the rules and regulations etc i think it just it does shape you in a way and i'm not going to talk about shaping you in the way they want us to be shaped but uh, but
0: helps you just see what you don't want in life i feel <laughs> no, no, i was just uh, saying that because uh, you mentioned it earlier and i wanted to, you to talk more about it was that and i think i uh, relate to that is that given our university was so huge, first of all, and it contained people from all the courses, like you could meet anybody, like all the courses was under, I don't know, like except medical, I think every was, everything was there. Exactly, and, and I wouldn't be shocked if they freaking open it in the next two years. <laughs> they were building a new building, you remember? <laughs> yes, yes, they were, so you never know. So, exactly, I think that I think impacted us in a very huge way, like academics was okay, yeah, just leave that aside. Yeah, we could have gotten that from anywhere. But what the word that I first learned when I came to Christ was holistic, education, right? Yeah. If you go with the true meaning of the word, that you understand uh, the entirety of how the world works and you get knowledge from all the aspects, not just academics, I think Christ helped a bit. So how was experience for you?
1: I think it was great. So, and when I talk about Christ's experience, I think there are lots of things that you have to talk about. One is obviously a traditional academic course. I don't think we should get into that uh, because, yeah. yeah, let's just leave that for people to decide. But everything else that I want to talk about, the university and even the city for that matter, you know, I happen to be the only child and uh, I remember being in this position where my dad was, you know, very, very adamant that I get out of the house after my 12th grade to be independent and, you know, being from this person who would just be sitting and being like, mama, ek de do, <laughs> to actually washing your utensils and yep. perhaps cooking sometimes and, you know, all those kind of things. So I, I definitely needed that. And of course, you can get that in a lot of cities, but it just so happened to be uh, Bangalore for me, which I feel was great and uh, Christ just being in Christ and I feel because it was strict and you know you had to be in line with respect to you know being your grooming in in every odd semester being uh, you know just wearing formals every day to you know 9 to 4 timings and all those things when you I I feel when you have to start taking care of yourself as a as a person right after school I think that really gives a good platform and of course I, I can't really speak for everybody but for me I think it was a great environment because it gave me a routine that helped me drive my life in a little easier fashion and i'm going to say that because you know having done my masters in, in the uk and obviously seeing my undergrad friends and stuff etc there are lots of things that you get over here and you know in other colleges in india say like the du and all of that which you know you get a lot of other things that you can do because a lot of free time but i think for somebody who needs a little push for in, in terms of external pressure or externally induced schedule for you i feel that way, Christ was a, a, a huge boon for me. So that was one and then obviously took forward, went ahead, met great friends. Course was fairly decent, then happened to connect with a lot of people in the college. You know, we have 15 17,000 people and from different courses, etc. So that was a great, you know, learning. You get to know so many things when you talk to people from different walks of life. Because, you know, when you're coming from a typical science background, I know we didn't do engineering, but let's just include us in the same bunch having doing computer science and stuff like that, you have a very unidirectional mind but when you talk to people, you know, somebody who did science and then is doing a triple major in communication, English and psychology, you just realize, guys, life has a lot more to offer than uh, than calculus and uh, the chapter light. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that was that was really interesting and uh, and of course, I think I involved myself quite a bit in the whole activity scene in Christ. Wherein I was in the student welfare office, I was in the council, a lot of those things, I think that also kind of helped me just be out there and, you know, meet a lot of different types of people. I think that that, that way Christ was, was was a great journey, I feel. It was really nice, at least on those fronts. Obviously, we all had our own uh, set of issues. I remember first week of college for me and all of us were called out because we were seen at a bar by the HOD. <laughs> <laughs> and all of us be just sitting in the class and be like, oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> I hope he doesn't call our names. <laughs> so, yeah, we've dealt with all that, but... Um,
0: I think on a whole, in in retrospect or in hindsight, now that I see it, I think it was a
1: good learning round.
0: Even for me, um, I was extremely introverted and I think I still have some respect, but the most amount of learning, I think, apart from academic, personality-wise, I think christ gave me that like i could uh, give 100 percent credit to christ because of all these opportunities you know getting into event management into caps or you know the council work placement work and the numerous opportunities that you get the rightly said thing is interacting with numerous people i remember talking to you know people doing the masters in counseling psychology and all of this you know when we were working at caps or people who are doing the triple images as you correctly said first of all there were a few courses which i absolutely loved one was Math stats like come on ems Awesome! This is what I wanted to do. Why was like no, I don't know about this. I know, I know, I know. Then, I can totally agree with that. From media studies, there was you know J P English, journalism, psychology, and English. Like, damn, that's so cool. Exactly, I, that's so cool. I,
1: I think yeah, like in that regards, Christ was really, really wholesome or holistic, as you had mentioned earlier. You know, in terms of everything else that went around, just like not just your classroom running, but you know, everything else.
0: And now it has been too much uh, appreciation for Christ, I think they'll uh, uh, be over the moon. Maybe they can be your next sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on (laughs) now. Okay, you completed your BC and I'm sure you did great there because we heard a lot about it. So obviously you did great there and you were all the teachers used to talk about you. So now what happened after that? Like did you sit for your campus placements or did you have something else? To be very
1: honest, like I'll tell you first year was getting around things, getting out of school, you know. So you're just figuring things out. Then I feel second year just goes smooth because we all just know how things are, how things work, you found your ways around things. I think this is the time when we can start talking about getting around things that are co- everything that is associated with Christ. Things like uh, you know BCA in the first year you're like oh you have to be clean shaven. By the third semester you realize it's only about odd semesters because the new batch is coming in. So so things like that you definitely understand and you kind of you know have your, your base is kind of made. You know you're getting through three years of the college and you've cleared the first one so you get through the other two and stuff like that and you've also found your way around you know, other things of university, uh, you're already involved in a lot of things, like as you've mentioned CAPS for you, it was SWO for me uh you know people who were really techy they, they were making their own groups like you know all that labyrinth and everything that they had made so 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 everybody had their own thing going but by the second year you kind of understand that and it's a smooth year a third year is when it starts haunting you because it starts i mean it, it dawns upon you that um guess what guys it's the it's the last year i need to decide what after and obviously your parents are at your head as well because they're like oh you know what's going on you need to decide what, what's happening and I feel third year for me was really hectic not just academically but I think everything you know included because uh, obviously we had our projects happening I had to decide what to do uh, I was heading, I was in the you know university council at, in that year and heading SWO so there was too much happening from that front and I was always out of class uh, and at the same time having to just be in a position where you have to decide your career, I think I was in a I was not really in the best of Headspaces. Uh, it was also the best, one of the best years I've had. I would say that because in terms of just being out there, meeting friends, and just being social, also I feel the third year was uh, kind of, in a way, the pinnacle of it. Like not really the the parties and the clubs you're going to, because I think by second year you're done with them, and then you're like house parties in the third year. But in terms of everything else, you know, um, just having a lot of other things, I just feel I needed time to decide, and I was, and I kind of realized that. I don't know. I, I I didn't want to be a developer. I felt my liking for computer science was there and I, I kind of but wasn't enough for me to just see that as my prime career and something that you know I outright knew that I wanted to pursue so I did not sit for placements. I, I did not give my name. I, I mean there were some of my friends who gave their names but eventually got blacklisted etc and never, never took a placement but uh, I think I was a little smarter one wherein I opted. Sorry, I opted out of it um, in the beginning itself and obviously I thought I'd go for my master's or something, I thought you know I'll decide upon it and initially my parents weren't too sure about it because obviously like my dad and everybody's been fine like I feel my dad's been very um, you know and even my mom for that matter have been very supportive but at the end of the day, they still want to know what you want to do. So they're like, you want to be a you know, a guitarist in some metal rock band, go ahead but at least <laughs> yeah, tell yeah. that's what you want to do. <laughs> Don't be in an indecisive position but unfortunately for them and I would call it fortunately for myself, I have been that person so Yeah, I decided that I'll take some time off and uh, I did not sit for my placement. So then, what did you do then? (laughs) Like, if you did sit for placements, yeah. So, I did not sit for placements and I decided that I'm going to take a year off. Uh, I decided upon a gap. So, there were two things. One thing was good that I took a year off because I think it did give me some perspective about life. But the bad thing that I did was, which I do not recommend for anyone, is not having a plan for the year off. (laughs) Like, take a year gap. Go around the entire country. Go travel abroad. Travel in the travel in, in your villages or wherever the hell you want do whatever you want you know even if you want to just shut yourself down in a room and just read books and be like one year of reading please go ahead and do it but just decide what you want to do and at least have a vague plan I think I didn't have that and that kind of did uh, go against me in the few in the starting months and uh, of course I have I did mention a little bit about mental health and stuff like that in the beginning and we, we can talk about it towards the end perhaps Correct. Yeah, yeah. but that was also one of the things that was going with me I was having a lot of Uh, issues around that time and I think I needed time off so I decided to just take some time off and I was at home for some time
0: going around meeting a few friends this and, that, and that's about it. Like, Just one thing I wanted to ask you here you know you said casually that you took a year off but I'm sure this thought might have crossed in your mind that obviously your parents approved of it so you took it but there has been that consensus among the society that taking a year off might be detrimental for your life or your career path or whatever that might be and people don't uh, understand because some people need time to you know sort out uh, what they need to do like did society's views affect you on that? I think
1: there are two three aspects of it when you talk about society uh, you know, just purely from experience. I feel I have a very close-knit family, you know, it's me, my parents and perhaps one of my aunts can come in the close circle, but that's about it, like, you know, relatives and this and that, we're not in touch, we don't really communicate as much and and that's kind of been a part of having a transferable job and, you know, my parents also don't, are not that sociable with those people. So 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 from from family it was never an issue. From outside also I don't think anybody particularly put pressure on me but I definitely would be lying if I said the pressure didn't get to me. I feel I did just go ahead with the decision that I wanted to just take a year off and then I started thinking about it instead of thinking and then deciding which was one of the reasons why I could I think go ahead with it which does not happen in a lot of families and and the other thing is you know sometimes you know, support is something which we always undermine, but I think that is the biggest uh, reasons why we are able to do something or not able to do something, because I feel my friends were quite supportive. Nobody in my you know, in my close group, I you know, till date has questioned why do you want to take a drop shebang or why do you want to take time off and all I think my friends my close friends have been very, very supportive, the entire guy gang. A lot of other, you know, all friends that I made, you know, in other places as well in including my my parents so I, I i never saw that as a problem from people's perspective or their just their you know mindset regarding me you know at least outright i'm sure people would have spoken behind my back which is fine i don't care but uh, at least in my face it wasn't there but obviously i had my own certain expectations and own certain indecisiveness that definitely was building inside me and that's when I talk about having a lot of issues and being in a position where I did not know what exactly and why I said that you should have a plan when you are taking a gap because I feel that was something that I definitely suffered with but I did try and keep myself a little active I remember you know we graduated in May so I after that I remember going for um, you know a a Ladakh boys Ladakh trip with my dad. (laughs) <laughs> it was a bonding uh, group you know bonding time for the two men of the house so I didn't remember doing that I remember I had some ailments I had get a you know surgery I had that and uh, I had just gotten into a relationship so that was also going alongside at that time and uh, yeah so I think I was just moving around figuring out myself and between that I remember my dad mentioning why don't you just do GMAT you know you are at home might as well just crack the exam like a typical you know Indian family you know why don't you just do the exam you know it's valid for five years you eventually have to do an MBA you know so why not just utilize this time and I remember going for classes and I think that was a good part of it Uh, I mean one of the good things about it was also that I had a reason to get out of house you know so I was going for those classes and I was kind of in the beginning at least I was quite pumped with them because I think that was one of the best learning experiences I've had till now because uh because I think it was very, very voluntary <laughs> as much as I say I, I've chosen everything but you always find subjects and stuff that you don't like but it was quite correct, interesting. Correct. Before the enthusiasm died down because I because it started dawning upon me that why the hell are you even doing the Shubham. Like you're not doing an MBA anytime soon because guess what if you're doing a GMAT for an MBA you need 4X, 4 years of work. And if you're not going out right now why are you even doing it. So I remember being in that position again and then you know leaving my classes and again being at home for 2-3 months. I mean, I think a month or two, whatever. I don't remember the timelines exactly. Mm-hmm. But after that, definitely I the whole aspect of I can't just sit at home, I need to do something and I need to, you know, if I've taken a year off to explore myself, I need to do it. And I think that is when I just decided that I wanted to intern in a PR firm. When now I will just kind of come around and I remember me talking in the past and being like, you know, this is so and so is what I wanted to do. And I think moving around and my personality changing has kind of inspired or somewhere, you know, or the other affected my decisions, I think this is where it comes down to because I feel over the last few years, of, even through the, you know, later part of my schooling years to my college years and everything, I think I've been really, really out there. For Somebody who was kind of submissive, etc. till about 8th, ninth grade, I landed up being somebody who was, who, who was the finalist in a bunch of personality contests and, you know, who, who's who been in the to school council from right from ninth grade to the 12th grade who emceed every single event from ninth grade to the 12th grade, you know, was the head boy, etc, this and that. So I think I did a lot in school and then that just continued in college as well because, you know, I was again happy, you know, doing, I I was in the leadership positions and just taking on a lot of responsibility and just being in positions where I get to interact with people and be out there and stuff like that. I think that was really inspiring to me and that is what I thought my career should be and I wanted to really experience it and I feel that's what led me to interning in a PR firm. I interned for three months and the experience was mind-blowing like if I have to go back there and talk about it I feel it was splendid because I got to do something that I've I've had an aptitude for but I haven't really experienced it in the in my direct life right from writing press releases to meeting people to managing influencers in, in, when you're working as a PR in you know uh, you know in a PR firm and you're doing things like that you get to interact with people from all industries like I remember writing an article for a firm which works only with you know the, the operation of that firm is to collect money from places and fill your ATMs. I had no freaking idea. There's Whoa. a there's a goddamn company that just does that and, and they're rich, you know. So that to you know, you know, doing analysis and stuff like that for a shipping client, etc. to having, you know, things like Ikea and all as clients and stuff. So, you know it was a huge, very different experience for me because that was not something I had directly worked in. And it quite I, I liked it. But obviously there was this you know, indecisiveness has always caught up to me and even though I was doing well there and uh, I was offered a job there I realized you know what I want to get out of the country and I want to do a masters and stuff like that and it's very difficult to explain sometimes why a certain thought is just creeping into your head because your work life is not the only thing that is going on um, obviously I was dealing with a lot of mental health issues and I was trying to figure out what I exactly enjoy and what I want to do. And in that space, I feel as much as I liked it, there were few things that I was quite sure that this is not exactly what I want to do. It's like I love the area, I love what I am doing and what I'm being given, but maybe I want to explore more. And that is what kind of led me to, you know, so I interned from October to December, and towards December, I realized that, you know, when I'm going out, I want to do a masters. And uh, I, while shortlisting on masters. Again, surprisingly, I went against my against the direct instincts of you know being like, you like marketing, why don't you do a master's in marketing? Uh, being like, um, you know, I have to do perhaps I will do an MBA eventually, or even if I don't, it's just I wanted to just get to know more things. And I feel I was in a position in my uh, internship where I thought that I really started liking things about analytics. Of course, as a PR uh, you know person, I wasn't really doing a lot of it but we were given data and there was just a very slight you know interaction that I was having with it which really got me interested in it and that was what led me to uh, pursue a master's in business analytics and then I was like yeah why not it's a booming course it's a great thing to do and it would have given me the great experience altogether and obviously you know just moving out and starting over in a new country etc that was very intriguing to me as well and that just kind of put me in that position and then From there onwards, obviously, the whole application scene and everything was on it. I was working on the side with the small boutique company, which was, you know, on the part-time basis and stuff like that, because I wanted to keep working as well and stuff. And so that just kind of led me through. And then September onwards, my master started. And then the life is after that, which will, I think, go
0: one thing at a time. So, yeah, let's pick that up a little later. Even when you, you you were doing your PR thing and then you got interested in analytics, it's not like you went to any college for that matter. You went to one of the best colleges in the world, that is Warwick University. It's like not a small college. One thing probably I'll add to this is like the indecisiveness in us. Like I'm probably diverting to a philosophical topic just to give you a break from talking about your career. Definitely. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll uh, keep ruling with it, but yeah in general is this because of the option paralysis that we face because you know given that we are so much connected to the social media world and to everything that is happening around us we know that there are so many cool jobs right? That there's so many cool things that you do and even you know when you're binging something and you're binging let's say a law show you want to be a lawyer the next day if you're watching Dr. House you want to be a doctor the other day if you're watching something else you want to be that the other day Hey, I wanted to be a wizard when I was watching Harry Potter <laughs> so yeah uh, well that's something which we can't but yeah well, that intrigues us, right? And when we are in that position that we can take decisions, we sometimes jump the gun or I don't know whether, whatever's the right call because you never know.
1: The thing is, I feel, you know, directly or indirectly, we we get a lot of pressure and I, and when I say pressure, I don't want the audience or anybody to get it wrong. It, sometimes it could be parents, sometimes it could be siblings, sometimes it could be friends, sometimes it could be, you know, right from your Instagram feed to your YouTube videos, what you're watching to everything and anything that's happening. Around you and it just puts a lot of pressure to decide what you want to do and of course it's right you know you can't be indecisive and you can't freeze at the sight of decisions because if you don't decide you can't move on and that's definitely important but being right all the time or having made a decision which you completely agree with or resonate with for the rest of your life i don't think that True, or it's possible for everybody, and I don't think it's something that has happened right now. I think it goes way beyond, you know, to our parents' early career lives and etc. and and perhaps our grandparents as well. The only difference is we are privileged with respect to the availability of knowledge, with respect to uh, you know the options of career that are available, with respect to us just being privileged enough to perhaps you know at least most of us, and I'm maybe just talking about you know some of us, and you know uh, wherein. You don't have to f- perhaps fend for your family and you're responsible for only yourself and in situations like that you you can just be confused man and when you're confused the only way to get out of that confusion is to just experience things. Now the problem with that and especially in our education system in India and I know the new things have been launched and perhaps in the next 10 years we could you know, be sitting again on a podcast and discussing how things have changed and evolved. But right now or what? Or the education system that we guys went through I feel it's uh, not wrong to say that we don't get that many options or that much exposure and what that leads to is when we do get exposed we get confused and then we realize guess what there is Y and there is Z and there is I don't know ABC and all those things are achievable and attainable and why not? So that is when the confusion starts and then when you are in a position where you're seeing a lot of things that are possible and you can do and as you rightly said you know you you watch a show and then you're like oh maybe I can do that, maybe I could do this and in that situation you just you just don't know what to do. Sometimes you could say that it's okay to curb your enthusiasm and just stick to the field because you will probably be a little more successful but will you be happy? I mean if it if the cost of happiness and of course happiness is not a destination, it's a journey so when happiness is a journey why not just make your journey a little more interesting there's no harm in, un- in being in a position wherein, you know, you took computer science and you realize, guess what, I like analytics or you took or now you're doing analytics and you realize, guess what, I like media and I want to be a director tomorrow or you want to write a book. I mean, come on. Uh, I know for all the flag that Chetan Bhagat gets, he's one of the most courageous guys out there because Absolutely. he left everything and the prodigy who was studying and cleared IITs and IIMs and was working in investment banks but guess what where did he find his happiness he found it in writing books (laughs) in writing absurd books (laughs) which some people might like and some people don't but that, that, that doesn't define what he thinks of himself and at the end of the day what matters is what how he feels when he writes when he pens that book and he pushes it out in the public and people read it and, and that's about it right so I feel this, the whole aspect of analysis paralysis that you kind of were trying to put out there is definitely true because there's so much out there man like you know our parents didn't have a choice that they could freaking have a, a, a smartphone kept in front of them record 60 minute video on a on an absurd song and put with 1500 filters and make money out of it god damn it and and (laughs) companies coming to you and being like guess what you know we'll sponsor you we want to pay you etc and that's about it sometimes when you see it and you're like what am i doing you can be indecisive and you can kind of second guess your career and stuff like that i think that definitely happens i feel indecisiveness is not a problem and i definitely struggle with it myself and i perhaps will and there are lots of issues and a lot of reasons why it happens but the point at the end of the day is i'd rather take a wrong decision and move forward than just be stuck there thinking of the right path to follow and just keep beating myself down that you know what i was not that typical guy who did engineering from iit and then went into IIM and then just got a job and investment bank and for the rest of my life just made money and then I was unhappy for it. I mean for people who like it and who enjoy it and who definitely feel that that's the calling, go ahead. I don't think it's wrong. But if you don't know your calling, there is no harm in it and you know we see that in people. There are people now, you just spoke about you know some of the guests you had before who just quit after you know BCA and just started their own businesses. There are people who have been do, who are doing that at 50, who are doing that at 60. And I mean, one of the main guys I like to follow, and I, I'm not too sure if you do follow him, is Gary Vee, and that's what he talks about, right? You know, when people go to him and be, and they're like, I, I don't know what to do. Should I do this or should I do that? He's like, you're never gonna know. Just do it, <laughs> and then just just move forward. If you think that's not right, move ahead into something else. What's wrong with it? We we beat ourselves down way too much. I feel it's 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 okay to find your own way, and 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 I'm saying this, and and when I'm saying this, I'm not just telling the world. I'm also. I think telling my inner self, which also does that at times. That it's okay, I feel, to just figure yourself out and as much time it takes. But what's important is to keep moving forward and not just being still in, a, in, in one place.
0: Well, this episode is over here now. But if you want to know more about what we talked ahead to this, wait for the next episode where we touch about our binging habits, where we also learn what is Shubhang's plan once he comes back to India. And I think one of the most critical aspects of our life, uh, which I think everyone should know about and something which I would like to explore more in my future episodes is mental health. So stay tuned for that one. It's coming soon. Bye. Thank you to all the listeners. I'll catch up with you again soon with someone new and lots of interesting discussions. So, bye.